This is the Carindale Salvos podcast. Mind games. My kids started watching a show on Netflix called Mind Games. It talks about a whole bunch of stuff that, that can fool your mind. Um, and I've kind of gotten pulled into it. I don't really do much Netflix binging or anything like that, but um, I've kind of been pulled into this, this show because it's just fascinating stuff. It's just stuff like this, the way your ears and your eyes and, and stuff can be just fooled into thinking something is one way when it really isn't. I think there are loads of things in our world um, that do that to us, and the devil was doing this with me this week as I was preparing this message. And I've talked to a couple of people about that, but I just I couldn't land it. You know, you know, landing the plane, right? When you're when you're preparing a message, and 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 and, and things just kind of click, and things just come together. And there are sometimes when I go and prepare a message, and, and I sit down, and the first day I I I, I can after not. Not a whole lot of, of study of the word and, and, and sources. It just, it's just, God just downloads it and it's like, it's just there. Um, and then you spend the rest of the week thinking about it and preparing for the message. But there are some weeks when you go to, to Wednesday, to Thursday, to Friday, and this week was Friday for, before me, before, before I, could, I could land this stuff because I think the devil was just playing tricks with my mind and telling me, no, that's not where you want to go. You don't, that's not what you want to talk about. And it just, it, it really stuck in my heart. And it just goes to show that your mind can be tricked sometimes. Um, the world can play with our minds. Um, we've all heard the old saying uh, that our eyes can play tricks on us with our hearing as well. Um, what we hear, what we see, sometimes what we're looking for and what we actually find can be two different things. But when we consider God and God's economy, thankfully this is not the case because with God, um, there are no tricks of the mind. God is not out trying to fool us into believing something. Um, what we see is always what we get. What we seek is always what we find. There are no tricks when it comes to God. I'd like to talk about purpose. And I think whether we realize it or not, whether we believe it or not, um, all of us, in some sense, are searching for purpose in our lives. We all long to have some meaning and purpose to what we're doing, to why we're here. And with, with all of the voices that are out there in the world saying, be this, and, and do that, it can be hard to hear what our true purpose is and hear that voice piercing through all of that noise. And if you couple this with difficult circumstances, which we all experience, it can be even more hard. It can seem like something will never be found. That is purpose. But there is a singular voice that, that if we listen closely, can, can be heard cutting through all of this noise. It's a voice that's, that's speaking into our hearts. It's a voice we hear with our hearts. 
and not our ears. It's the voice of God. And I want to encourage you that you were created for a purpose. Everybody. No matter what you believe or where you find yourself or what your circumstances are right now or were or will be, you have a reason to be here because if there was no reason for you to be here, then you wouldn't be here. There's no coincidence that you're in the spot where you are right now. Even if it's a not-so-hot spot to be in. And God has a purpose for you. And our passage today reminds us that purpose, that purpose, God's purpose, is unleashed in our lives when we come to hear come to him rather in prayer. So we're going to do a little bit of digging and and find out why. So let's go back to Jeremiah together and back to a promise that God had and has for his people. Jeremiah 29 and 11. These words have often been referred to as the most taken out of context words in the entire scripture. People very often use these words as a security blanket. God has a plan for me that is good. I know that. So clearly the suffering that I'm going through will end soon and, and, and the flourishing will begin. I just have to wait it out. But that is not at all what God was promising to the people for whom these words were written. And it's not what he's promising for us either. Look, we we need to be aware of what was going on here, and it's always important. Context is a very important word when we're talking about Scripture and reading it and understanding it. Uh, These words from God were written by Jeremiah um, during a situation of exile and Babylonian captivity, enslavement for the Israelites because they had disobeyed God and they had turned their hearts from Him. They were in a not-so-hot spot. And in the midst of this difficult situation, God gives Israel a directive that all things considered may seem outlandish. And in order to find it, we have to back up. So we're going to back up a little bit to verse 4, 29 and verse 4. It says this, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all of those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Here's what he says, Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters and increase in number there. Do not decrease. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers, you will prosper too. Now, is this something that they wanted to hear? What do you think? They were in captivity. They didn't want to hear this. They wanted to hear God say that, I'm going to lead you home. I'm going to take you out of this place. They wanted to be told that their suffering was going to end, and instead God's plan for them was to stay right where they were, to help prosper the nation that enslaved them. And then came the biggest blow of all. In verse 10, God says that he will fulfill this promise after 70 years are completed in Babylon. 70 years. That meant that none in the current generation of Israelites would ever return to their home. What a crushing thing 
to be told. It's in this context that comes this famous verse, Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I love the message paraphrase. It says it very well. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future that you hope for. They must have wondered, surely, what in the world is God doing here? Some plan. (laughs) Seventy years of slavery. But you see, God was saying in essence to them this. I know that things don't look good right now. But I want you to settle in. I want you to trust me. I've got things under control. It's going to be, as they say in Australia, all good. It'll be all good. We've all wondered that, haven't we, sometimes? Sometimes we don't admit it. We like to feel that we trust God all the time, unequivocally. But we all have those moments where we look at God, perhaps we're by ourselves, perhaps we're with others, and we're questioning and we're saying, God, what are you up to? What are you doing? What are you doing here in my life? There are times when nothing seems to fit. There are times when our future seems uncertain. There are times when our future seems non-existent. Instead of hopeful, we feel hopeless. Anyone ever feel that it's of little use to know that God has a plan and purpose if you're unsure of how that's going to play out in your life? Or if it's going to play out in your life? I mean, God says to us, I know the plans I have for you, and we say, okay, well, that's well and good, but God, you see, I don't know that plan. You see, that's the point. We say, see, we say, God, there's all this noise, there's all this confusion, and I'm stuck in the middle of it, and it's hard to find my purpose. It's hard to find your purpose. But we need to remember this about God, that he sees everything. He sees from, from the very beginning to the end and from the end to the beginning. He's the Alpha and the Omega, and he's looking into the future when he says this to Israel. And here's where the, the most interesting bit comes in these verses and they're just, they're, they're just amazing verses, and, and they wrap this together, um, and they're in 12 and 13, and he says this, Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me, and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. And here's what the message says. <laughs> and to me, this is even more challenging, the way that this is put. It says, when you call on me, when you come and pray to me, I'll listen. When you come looking for me, you'll find me. And here it is. Yes, when you get serious about finding me. And when you want it more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. Then, God says, that's a word that's here, right? Then. Then, God says, when, we say, Then, he says. Well, well, when is then? In 70 years? Are we going to have to wait 70 years to find out our purpose? No, no, you see, not specifically. Because because these words were for Israel. 
And then for Israel, finally, when they finally, when they finally turned their eyes towards God, when they finally turned their hearts in His direction, that was then for them. It just took 70 years for them to do that, for them to get there. These are verses, for me, they, they scream, they scream connection. They scream communion with God. And what I can't help but believe is that they're the key to finding God's purpose in our lives. They are verses that remind us that God's provision is unleashed in our lives when we turn to Him, when we about face, when we look at Him and we center our hearts before Him, when we seek Him with this intensity, when it means more to us than anything else, can we say that? When we get serious about finding Him, when we want it more than anything else, when Israel was in this place, what began to happen? Well, their purpose began to happen. It began to come into view, and God's promise of prosperity and a great hope and a future started to become a reality. Verse 14 says, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. Could it be? Could it be that when it comes to finding our purpose in our own individual lives, in the life of this community here? Could it be that the answer to finding purpose is to stop searching for purpose? Well, what do I mean by that? Well, I mean this. I believe that these verses in Jeremiah are telling us that we don't have to find our purpose. We just have to find God. And His purpose for us, our purpose in our lives, will inevitably flow from that. So it's not about finding purpose. It's about finding God. It's about turning towards Him. Looking in His direction. Turning our hearts towards Him. And I really do believe if, if we center our hearts, if we focus our attention, if we center our hearts on God, then His purpose will come. It will flow into us. It will flow out through us and into the lives of other people in this place and outside of this place. So let's pray together. Maybe you need to find Him for the first time today. Maybe you need to rediscover Him in relationship. Either way, He's saying to you, I have a plan. It's found in me. And when you seek me, you won't be disappointed. When you seek me with all of your heart. You've been listening to the Carindale Salvos podcast. If you'd like to discover more or get in touch with us, visit us at salvos.org.au forward slash Carindale or head to our Facebook page at facebook.com 
forward slash Carindale Salvos. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and tell your friends about it. You can find the podcast on our website or wherever you get your podcasts.